We begin today at the Mishnah on Daf Lametesa Medalef. In this Mishnah, we begin the halachas of a Nazir regarding the Isser of the Nazir cutting his hair, the Isser of Giluach. Basically, until the end of this Padek, we'll be discussing all the different details of this halacha. As we already learned before, a person accepts upon himself Nazirus and he doesn't specify an amount of time, so the Nazirus is 30 days. This is relevant for the continuation of the mission here. What happens if during the time of a person's Nazirus, he's not allowed to cut your hair, so he went and cut his hair? Or his hair was cut by bandits, even against his will. So now, Saiser. He has to be saiser. This, this nullifies this nizirus here for 30 days. Now the pshat of the Gemara, of the Mishnah this, over here, is not the way it sounds superficially, that he has to count over 30 days of his nizirus. What this means is, as the Rishayim explained here, that once your hair is fully caught, so then you can't fulfill the mitzvah that you have at the conclusion of the nizirus. What happens at the conclusion of the nizirus? When you bring the karbonus, that you have to bring, now you have to cut your hair then. That's called giluach mitzvah. There's a mitzvah to cut your hair at the, at the conclusion of your naziris. In order to be able to cut that hair, you have to have at least your hair that grew for 30 days. So if you cut your hair in the middle of the naziris, so now you don't have 30 days of your naziris. So let's say if, you, if the person had his naziris for 30 days and his hair got cut on the last day of his naziris, right the day when he was supposed to bring the karbanas or the day before. So then he's going to have to count over 30 days to have 30 days of his hair growth to be able to do the mitzvah, to cut his hair. Well, let's say his hair got caught on day 10. So now, he has 20 days left to his naziris. He's only going to have to add another 10 days to have 30 days in order to be able to cut his hair properly at the end of the naziris. That's what it means here in the Mishnah when it says, so in, sir. In the first case where, where he got cut the hair at the, the end, on the end, yeah. He's still a nazir for another 30 days or just he has to let his hair? He's going to still be a nazir. Still be a nazir for another 30 days, yeah. Okay, so the, the words of the Mishnah, Seister means this nullifies the Nazirus, Lamed Yaim, in order for him to have 30 days to be able to ha- do the proper Giluach, to cut his hair at the end of the Nazirus. Now, Nazir Shagilach, a Nazir that cut his hair, Bein Bezug, whether with the scissors, Bein Betar with a razor, or he cut his hairs out, he took his hairs out by hand. Kolshu, even a tiny drop of hair, Chayef. Is Chayv Malkis for the Isser of a Nazar to cut any of his hair. Okay, so Gemara here begins with a very interesting question or a Shaila, then you get to a fact regarding the way a person's hair grows. So the Shaila was asked as follows Hi, Mazio, a person's hair, how does it grow? Does the hair grow from the root that comes out of the head? That's where, it, when it grows, it grows from the bottom. Or when it grows, the hair that comes out of the head remains as is. But it's the, the hair grows from, from the tip of the hair, where the end of the hair. That's where it continues growing longer and longer. What's the nature of the growth of the hair? That's my nafkimina. Why are we asking this shaila? What's the relevance that it would have over here for the halacha of a nazir? Okay, so before I read the Gemara inside, the premise of this Gemara will be that this halacha, that a person has to cut his hair at the end of the Nazirus, as I said, this is what's called the Giluach Mitzvah, which hair do you have to cut off? That hair that you had on your head at the time when you accepted your Nazirus. So that hair you sanctified that you're not going to cut it during the entire time of Nazirus, and at the end of Nazirus you're going to cut that hair. 
So you have to have that here that you had on your head when you accept it upon yourself and it's and sanctified it. Other here, so if, if you don't if you don't have enough chashavi here from that amount from that time when you accept it upon yourself the nizidus, so then you're gonna have to start the nizidus over again, right? But the question is here: if you do have a, enough significant amount of here from that time when you sanctified your here when you accepted the nizidus, so then there's no reason to start the nizidus over again. Let's see in the words of the Gemara here. So let's, let's see. Let's see. Lamainaf So what is the relevance of this shaila regarding how the what the nature of the here is when it grows? Le nazir shagulchulistim, a nazir that bandits cut his hair, or maybe he cut it himself. But they left over a significant amount of hair, which is lachov If the hair is long enough that you can bend the tip of the hair back to the root of the hair, that's long enough that it's considered to be a chashuva amount of hair. So now the question is, is does, does he have to count over to have full 30 days of the growth of his hair for his naziris at the end? The Mishnah said, if his entire hair was cut off, so the hair that he had on his head, when he accepted upon himself as Naziris, is not there anymore. So now he has to have new hair for the Naziris, 30 days, in order to be able to have the proper mitzvah in the end to cut his hair. But if you hear, the bandits cut his hair, but they left. They, they left a significant amount of hair on his head. So does he have to count over 30, the, the, the time that he needs, 30 days, whatever amount of days he needs, in order to have the proper uh, amount of hair at the end? So what is this Talian? When the, this, the, so now, they, like I said, they left a significant amount of hair here. So maybe the fact that they gave him sort of a haircut, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so they gave him a haircut, but they didn't shave his head. So maybe it doesn't matter. You could just leave it as is. He can conclude his Naziris and he doesn't have to count any more days of Naziris. So this will depend on the Shaila that we just asked. So if you're going to say that the hair, when it grows, where does it grow? It grows from the roots. From the, from the roots of when it comes out of the head, that's where it grows. Not uh, from the tip of the hair it continues growing, but from the roots. So then, niziros hashakle. So then what that means is, the hair that he had on his head at the time of the niziris, that they cut off. That hair is not here anymore. Now, there's this new hair that grew, this significant amount of hair that they did leave on his head, but that's not the hair that was on his head when he accepted upon himself his niziris. So therefore, that hair that they left is not going to be enough to say that he can just leave that here and use it for the mitzvah that he had at the end, because that's not the here that was on his head when he accepted the Naziris. It's new here that grew out of his head, because the here grows from its roots. So, so that here that was left over there is new here. So then he will have to count over again days, 30 days for his Naziris, to have a significant amount of here to be able to cut at the, at the end of his Naziris. But Ali Amret Rabbi, if you're gonna say that when the hair grows, the it doesn't grow from the root, it grows from the tip of the hair, and the hair continues growing from there. So then my So then I could say that the hair that he sanctified when he accepted upon himself the Naziris, that this hair I'm not gonna cut, and I'm only gonna cut it at the conclusion of my Naziris as the mitzvah is at the end, that hair is still there. That, that hair was not touched. He got a haircut. So the further out, the hair was cut. But the original hair that he had when he accepted upon himself the Naziris is still there. So therefore, he's not going to have to add any days to his Naziris to have the growth of the hair that's necessary for the end of the Naziris. Toshama. So the Gemara will try to bring... He said, he said they didn't cut all the way. Even if yeah. the Tachas still is left over. Again? 
No, no, no. So then it comes out that the hair that he had grew up already, and then he, well, he, he the, took, the, the a, took a haircut. Left, left no, but not enough. Not okay. Yeah. He has a point. You have to stop measuring now. How much was before? How much was left? And then how much grew? <laughs> but you have to but, have but at the least. Point, but the point of the Gemara is still there. No. His point, the, the Gemara's point, is okay. there. No, no. Toshema, so the Gemara brings over here a few different rayas uh, for this shaila. Push it from the Metzias to look at the facts of what what you see in a person's hair. So first, meha, let's bring a raya from this. In bochaya, the coin beikved the benasa. In bochaya is the the nits that are a person's hair. Right, those are the, the lice and the eggs that, that, that was called nits. So they're in a person's hair. Where are they in a person's hair? Beikved the benasa. They're at the roots of the hair. That's where they are. <laughs> When, uh, that, that's where the, the lice, when they lay the eggs, they lay the eggs in the roots of the hair, and they, they stay there. We see that they don't move from where they are. If you're going to say that when the hair grows, what grows? The hair from its roots grows out of the head and moves out. So if so, so this, these, these eggs, these nits that were there in the beginning at the roots of the hair, as the hair grows, it should move up with the growth of the hair. Why is it staying always? Why do we see that the nits always stay at the roots of the hair? So that proves that the hair grows from its tip, not from the roots of the head. So the Gemara answers, it's not a raya. Really, I can tell you, that the hair does grow from its roots. But why does it end up always, why is it always there at the roots? The agav chiyusa, because the, the nits they have a, a, a live, it's, it's a, there's a live lice that's inside these, these eggs. Nachis it's it lowers down, it always goes back down, back to the person's head. And the reason is, as the Rishayim say, again, nachis v'azel inva. The inva, these nits, they go back down to the person's head because that's what they live from. They live, live from the sweat on a person's head. So they... they are naturally attracted back to the person's head for the sweat that's there. So yeah, they, they, they move up with the growth of the hair, but then they go back down to the person's head. So there's no raya that the, the hair is growing from its tips. Toshema, the Gemara tries to bring a raya now from, a, from an, another fact regarding these, these nits in the opposite situation. In Vamesa, you see that these nits, if, the, if it's from, a, from, a, from the lice that's in this, these, these, nits, these eggs, when it's dead, when there's no life anymore, so what happens? Bereisha There you see that these nits will be found at the tip of the hairs. It's not going to be at the at the root of the hairs by on the, on the scalp itself. It's going to be at the tip of the hairs. <coughs> now, how does that happen? If you're going to say that the hair grows from where? From the tips of the hairs, but the root of the hairs remain where it is. So then these nits should have been at the roots of the hair on the scalp because that's where the, the eggs were laid. So what moves it? How does it end up at the tip of the hairs? It must be that it, that it grows from the, from the roots itself and therefore it, it ends up out of the scalp itself and it ends up more at the tips of the hairs. So the answer is Hassan Nami, there as well, we can't bring a raya for this. Because these, these nits, when it's dead, so there's no, there's no life in it, there's no energy in it, so, so they don't move back down. So what happens is, shrugi shragi v'azal. It sort of rolls out of the, of the scalp of the person. It rolls out from the, tip, from, from the roots of the hair, that is, and it ends up at the, the tips of the hair. So it, just, it sort of rolls out, even though the hair take is not growing from the roots, but on its own, it rolls out. There's no rai from that either. 
Another raya the Gemara tries to bring, so all these rayas here is just trying to push it, analyze, to see the facts of what you see in a person's hair. So Tashima, Mibloides, the Kushiyim. From the Bloides, from these, the long hair that they let there, the Kushiyim. Black people or certain kinds of whatever people they are, they let their people glow, grow long. So what happens? The Basad and the Godlin lay. So what they would do with their hair is, they would let their hair grow long, but then they would make a braid for their hair. And after they make this braid for the hair, the Rishayim say that they would sort of shave their hair around their head, but then in the middle they would leave long hair, and that long hair, they would make a, a braid out of it. But after they make this braid, Rafya Molotachas. Eventually you see that at the beginning of this braid, it, it loosens up. It loosens up at the, at, at the bottom of the, at the braid. In other words, at the beginning of the braid, closer to the head. How does it loosen up? So the assumption is, the Gemara is saying, it loosens up because new hair grows in, so that's, that's why it gets loose. If the hair grows from the tip, so then the knot of the braid at the, at the roots of the hair, there's no reason for it to loosen up. So the Gemara says, no, it's not an eye either. Hossam, Aidi, the Kamti, he, Mishchive, again? Mr. Word, Hossam Nami, there's all we could say, Aidi, the Kamti, he, because it, it folds and it bends in this in this braid, the rafia from when they lie when they go when they go when they lie down on this uh, braid, so that itself causes it to loosen up for the knots so from this braid to loosen up. It has nothing to do with the fact that there's new hairs that is growing in from the roots of the hair in the person's head. Tashema, the Gemara brings a raya, and this is the raya that will prove this fact. And the Gemara brings this raya first from the growth of the hair the way it is on an animal. This is regarding the, the animals when you, if you're going to dye the, the hairs of an animal, so sikrese is a red dye, when you dye the, the, the wool or the hairs of an animal, so rafi you'll see that that dye on the hairs, when, so it, 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 it becomes more tougher, the hair, because of the dye. But then new hairs grows in, and at the bottom, when the new hairs grows in, it's still soft. And the dye is not there. So when you dye here, you see that at the roots, the, the, the dye of the, of the, the dye is not there because it grew in new hair. So that proves it. And Vitanya, we learned this in Abraisa as well. The Shainim of here say, or the others, the Shainim say, that it's supposed to be a Tnan. We could see this also from a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah, Mesech Tebukhairis, that from that Mishnah you could see this point. The Gemara does not quote that Mishnah. Okay. Now, Vesu, besides this, the Gemara says, you see this by a human being. Katsavi, Savya, Diknayain, when older people, if they dye the hairs of, the, of their head or their beard, what do you see? Chavron, Ikvi, Nimeyain. So the roots of the hairs that they dyed, that becomes white. The dye is in the rest of the hair, but the, when new hair grows in, not the tip of the hairs become white, the roots of the hair becomes white. So Shmamina, so from that, you clearly see, Mulatachas Rabbi, that from where does the hairs grow? The hair grows from the roots of the hair, Shmamina. This is the proof of this. So, so the Gemara asking this, this, so what does it come out based on this? If the, if the hairs grow from the roots, so then, so that, that means that if, uh, going back to the Shaila the Gemara said before, the Nafkimin the Gemara said before, that if a person got a haircut, if bandits came and cut his hair, but they left a significant amount of hair, but he's still, he's going to have to count his Nazirus, he's going to have to count days for the growth of his hair over again, because they cut, here that was there before from the Nazidis, they cut that hair. And now this is new, the hair that's left over is new hair that grew in. Okay, so that's so now the Gemara asks, if so, we just proved it 
from Pashat from the fact that we see that the hair grows from the roots. So if so, Velo, the Tanya, this, that it says, Nabraise, Nazir, Shogulchu, Listim. Nazir that got a haircut from bandits. And Vishayru boy, and like the case we just said, they left over, they didn't fully shave his hair, they left over the hair, enough hair to bend from the tip of the hair to the root of the hair. So that's a significant amount of hair. So the, so the Braista says, No, no, the hair is very short. No, means the very same hair. That hair to bend over from the Roish. Of that hair to the ikr of that hair, not the ratio of one right. hair to the ikr of another yeah, hair. It has to be long enough. If you if you if you if you have a very very short haircut, if you take a triple zero haircut, if you no, shave yeah, your head, no, so there's no, no, no. so if there's hair long enough that you can significant amount of hair that you can bend it over to the ikr of the hair. So what does this brayso say? Ain't a sizer. So then you don't, you don't have to be sizer your days of the nazidus. In other words, you can use that here, it's not enough, a significant amount of hair, that now you'll be able to do the mitzvah in the end, to be able to cut your hair. But if, like we just proved, that the hair grows from the roots. So if so, listen, the fact that he got a haircut, so that hair that he had when he accepted upon himself the Nazirist, is not there anymore, so he cut, that was cut off, so listen, let, uh, let him uh, have to start over the Nazirus again, or not, not really start over the Nazirus again, but let, it, let him have to count days of Nazirus that he should have a significant amount of here to be able to bring, do the mitzvah at the end. So the Gemara answers, you're right. This Braise is speaking about a completely different case. This Braise is speaking about when a person, this happened to him, that bandit cut his hair after the, he already completed his days of Nazirus. On the, on, the day, on the 30th day, on the day that he's supposed to bring his karbanas. So he already kept all of his days of his naziris. In such a case, you're not going to have to count over the days, enough days to be able to... Uh, you're not going to have to count over the days of the naziris. Why not? Umani, according to whose opinion is this going, Rabbi Le'ezah, this follows Rabbi Le'ezah's opinion that was already quoted earlier in the Masechta. The Omar, Rabbi Le'ezah said, call Achar Mulais, anytime something happens to you, in your Nazirus, but it's already on the 30th day of your Nazirus after you kept your days of Nazirus. So what Abliyazah originally is talking about, Abliyazah is talking about Tumah. So we know when a person becomes Tomei in the middle of his Nazirus, what happens? It nullifies his Nazirus and he has to start over again. What Abliyazah says, what happens if you became Tomei on the 30th day of your Nazirus? He didn't bring his Karbanas yet, so he didn't conclude his Nazirus yet. But it's already on the 30th days of Nazirus, so he already filled his days of Nazirus. So Abliyazah says, Zion Seister. All he has to do is he has to wait seven days in order to become Tahir again to be able to bring his karbanis. He became Tomei, so he can't bring his karbanis. doesn't have to count over his entire Nazirus like the Allah is usually when a person becomes Tomei. He just has to count, uh, count seven days in order to be able to bring his karbanis again. So the same thing over here, Rabbi holds Benigayat to Giluach, that if a person's hair got caught on the last day of his, of his uh, Nazirus, he already kept his full day of Nazirus. If his hair would have been shaved off completely, so then he's going to have to wait seven days. He's not going to have to wait 30 days over again, just like the, by the Tumah. He has to wait uh, just seven days to be able to bring his carbon again. He's going to have to wait seven days to be able to bring his carbon. That's all. But over here in this Braise, his hair didn't get shaved completely. Over here, 
they left them here, a significant amount of air, so therefore, in such a case, according to Rabbi Yez, because he already kept his full days of Naziris, he can use that here to bring his Karbanas. It doesn't, it doesn't have to count any more days. My time with Rabbi Yezer. So what's the reason of Rabbi Yezer? That Rabbi Yezer says this not only regarding a person that got Tome on the very last day of his Naziris, but also regarding if his hair got cut on the last days of Naziris. Because Yalif, Teglachas Tara, Miteglachas Tome. Rabbi Yezer learns out the halacha regarding a person's hair being cut on the last day, when he was Tome, when he did not become Tome, from Teglachas Tome, from the halacha of the person that became Tome on the very last day. And he has to cut his hair and bring Karbanas. Ma Teglachas Tome Shiva. Just like in the case where a person got Tome on the very last day, it doesn't nullify his entire Nizidus. He just has to wait seven days to become tired again to bring his karbanis. After glachas tara, so too regarding a person that did not become tummy, but on the last day of his naziris, his hair got cut, and even if it got completely shaved, shiva, he only has to wait seven days to be able to bring his karbanis again and to, to, to be able to cut his hair again. The kimluhu lerabanon, the rabbanon know, the rabbanon say, kol zayin yoimin, Every seven days, asya mazya, it grows enough here kedei lachav reishel In order to have that amount of here, that the, the here you can you can uh, enough a significant amount of here that you, the tip of the hair will uh, reach to the roots of the hair. So therefore, seven days is enough to wait for him to have that amount of hair. But in a case where they cut his hair and they left that amount of hair there. So then he doesn't, have, he doesn't even have to wait that seven days either. Right? So the comparison to the Tumah on the last day is only if to completely shave his head. So then he's going to have to wait seven days to have at least this amount of hair to be able to, uh, be able to do the mitzvah of cutting his hair at the end. But again, but if, but if, if they left that amount of hair in his head, he doesn't have to wait at all. Okay, but this is all on the last day though. This is, but, but what happens if it's in the middle of the Naziris when, when something like this happens and you still have the hair that, that's uh, there on his head, but they gave him a haircut. So according to what we said before, because they gave him a haircut, the original hair that was there when he accepted his naziris was completely cut off. The fact that they left a significant amount of hair, it's as if they completely shaved this hair off his head because the original hair that was there on his head by the naziris was completely cut off. So he's going to have to wait enough time to grow hair for 30 days in order to be able to do the mitzvah to, to uh, cut his hair and the naziris at the end. After you already kept your full naziris, then Rabbi Yezah says, there's a special pasik that we learned that on the biyay melois, you don't have to wait over again regarding tumah, and so too benigayat, and you hear that's being cut. As long as you have a significant amount to hear, which is kadeilach of reishel ikra, you're not going to have to wait at all. You can do the mitzvah right away, bring the karbanas, and cut your hair. Okay, the next thing it said in the Mishnah was, Nazir, Shegilach, Bein Betar, Bein Bezug, Nazir that cut his hair, whether with a razor, with a scissors, a shesifsif, kol shuhu, or he cut his hair by hands, chayev. Even just a tiny drop of hair will be chayev for this. Toner Abanon, so we learned in the Braise, the source of this, Tar, in the Pasuk it says, that Tar leyavar al reishay, that the Nazir should not have a, a, a razor go on his head. So, only ele Tar, so that would mean that only if he cuts his hair with a razor, he's chayev. Talash, if he pulled the hairs out. Miret, if he took the hairs out with some kind of uh, cream or something else that causes the hair to fall out. 
Sifsif. Also, Sifsif is pulling out by hands. Some say Sifsif means that he sort of snapped his hairs with his hands, even if he's not completely pulling out the hairs from the roots. Kolshu, even just a Kolshu. Minayin, from where do I know that I'll be high for this as well? Talmud Loima, the Pasuk says afterwards, gadol pera which means that here there's a mitzvah saseh, that his hair should be holy, and he should allow his hairs to grow long, and divrei Rabbi Yeshia. So therefore Rabbi Yeshia learns out from here that, the, the, yeah, this taka alav, that you're not allowed to cut your hair with a razor. So there, the lav is only with a razor. But then there's a mitzvah saseh, that, that you should leave your hair holy and not touch it. So if he cuts his hair in any way, he's being over on a mitzvah saseh. And he says, Tar tar. Tar means only a razor. Miret, Talash, Sifsif, if he pulls out his hair in any other way by hand or with a cream and so on, Kolshu, a tiny drop, Potter. Then he's going to be Potter. He's not over, not the love, and he's actually not even over a mitzvah to say either. So the, the shot of Potter over here in the Gemara, the is not only that he's going to be Potter, but it's completely Mutter, totally a love. No love and no mitzvah to say either. It does say in the Pasuk, which sounds like a mitzvah say that leave you here holy and don't pull it out either way, not only with a razor. So the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Yenison, this comes to say, if he does use a razor, so then, the Pasuk is adding that not only are you going to be over Eloise Esse, but you're going to be over Esse as well. So when it says Kodeshiyah, it's adding to the Lav that it said before. It's not a separate assay in a case where you're not over the Lav, when you did it without a razor. When you do it with a razor, then a person's over the Esse and the Lav. But if he doesn't do it with a razor, you're not over, not a Esse, and not a Lav. It's completely mutter. This is one Braise. Tanya Edoch, and a different Braise, we learned a different interpretation of this Machlai Kisir. Or, or a different, uh, not, not, I don't know if it brings the Machlaikis here, but a different uh, source of this Indian. So, Tar, when the Pasuk says that you shouldn't cut your hair with a razor, say, I would think that that's only with a razor. Talash, Mirit, Sifsif, Kolshu, you pull out your hairs in any way with your hands, a drop of hair, Minayin, how do I know that you're over as well? Talmud Loimar, Loi Yavar al Reishai. The Pasuk, when it says Tar, it says afterwards, Loi Yavar al Reishai, it should not pass through your head. Why does it say the words lo yavar? Lo yavar means don't have anything come on your head in any way, a scissor or your own hands to take off here, not just a scissor. So now, since the Torah is going to write the words lo yavar, and that includes in any way you take the hairs off your head, so why did the Torah write the word tar, which seems to indicate that it's only with a razor? Tar lo yavar, al roishoy. So the answer is that not going on this iser of cutting your hair. It's going on something else. Because we don't have any source regarding the mitzvah that comes at the end. At the end of the Nazidis, now, now you have a mitzvah to cut your hair. How should you cut your hair? So we have no source of how that hair should be. Or the Bach says, That that, the mitzvah is, that it should be dafka with the razor. So over here, when the Torah wrote tar, why is the Torah writing this? It's really extra. Once the Torah wrote lo yavir, so regarding the instead of cutting your hair when you're a nazir, you're not allowed to cut your hair in any way. Not just with a razor, but in any way. And when the Torah writes tar, the Torah is coming to tell you that when you cut your hair at the end of the nazir, that it should be with a razor.
Okay, now the, now the Braise explains, why do we need an extra word here to teach this to me? I can't learn this out from by a mitzayde. By a mitzayde, when he gets healed, by the conclusion of his tzaras as well, he also has to cut all the hair of his body. So and over there, he has to cut it with a razor. He has to shave all the hair on his body. So I can't learn from a mitzayde that just like the mitzayde has to be done with a razor. That by a nose, it also has to be done from a razor. I can't learn it out from there. Why? She ain't done in kal You can never learn out a place that the, the, the halacha is lighter, not so stringent, from a place where it's more chomer. La to be machmer. By a mitzayde, he has to cut all the hair on his body. And over here, when it comes to the nose, he doesn't have to cut all the hair out of his body. He has to cut the hair of his head. So therefore, how could I learn out a stringency that I find by a mitzayda, that he has to use a razor to a nazir where his, the cutting of the, the hair by him is not so stringent at all. I can't learn out from mitzayda. So if I can't learn out from mitzayda, where do I learn it out from? I learn it out from what it says, tar. Tar means that you have to cut the hair at the end with a razor. But during his naziras, the isr, to cut his hair, is loyavar al raisha in any way, not just with a razor. Rabbi Yaimer, Rabbi says, You don't have to use the word tar just for the end of his naziris. The, the word tar actually could go on the time when he's a nazir regarding the isr of cutting his hair. And you'll know from that also regarding the end of his naziris as well. Because Harehu Aimer, the Pasik says, Tar lo yavar al reisha, he should not have a razor go on his hands, on his head, ad mulois, until the day of his, that his naziris is up. So what do you understand from this? What the Torah is saying is, both together. At the end, when he finishes his Nazirus, so then it should only be cut with a, with a razor. Okay, so in other words, what the Torah is saying over here is, when the Torah writes, the Torah is telling you, when the time of Nazirus is, then do not cut it with a razor. Until Muyay Malais. So from that you understand. On the day when Yunizidis is up and you have to cut your hair, then it's with a razor. Okay? asks, But now, as the Gemara pointed out before, the words loyavar are extra words. What do we learn out from loyavar? If it says tar and it means only a razor, and according to Rebbe, uh, that going on the time of the Isr of Nazidis, that's with a razor. So why does the Torah write loyavar? And according to Rabbi, it writes the words loyavar to tell me that a person that cuts his hair during his naziris with a razor, he's going to be over on two lavin. Number one, he used a razor. It says in the title the words tar al-reishoy. And then it says also loyavar. Loyavar is even pulling it out in any way, even without a razor. If he pulled the hair out of his head without a razor, he's over on one lav, loyavar. But if he does it with a razor, then he removed the hair of his head and he removed it with a razor, he's going to be over in two lavin, according to Rabbi. So that's the machlaikis here between Tanakam and Rabbi, a different interpretation of this machlaikis regarding the, the way to read this psukim over here.